Hey guys, welcome to the first ever Open Your Toys cast, the official podcast of OpenYourToys.com. I am Jason Spiller, a.k.a. Slick McFavorite. And I am Jessica Spiller, a.k.a. Mrs. McFavorite. Uh, this podcast is dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s and all time. And if you have to ask, then you need to turn the cast off right now. That's right. Four greatest action figure franchises of all time. Star Wars, G.I. Joe, Transformers, and Masters of the Universe. Now, Miss McFavorite, how many of those do you actually like? Star Wars. <laughs> so that'll kind of set the tone for the podcast. Um what we'll basically be doing, uh, we're going to try to release this on a weekly basis. It may end up being bi-weekly, but we're going to be bringing you all the news from those four franchises, as well as talking about the toys themselves. So to start off with, um, again, my name is Jason Spiller, a.k.a. Slick McFavorite. I've been essentially collecting toys since i was a kid i've gone through a few dry spells where i thought it was where i thought i was too cool to collect toys but um really i don't find anything more enjoyable nowadays uh again we're talking about star wars transformers gi joe and masters of the universe while i've collected quite a few other lines you know we definitely do the mcfarland toys um Gundam and Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> Mr. Potato Head. Um, done uh, Lego, especially the Bionicles. Um, Harry Potter. <laughs> randomly. Mrs. McFavorite also likes to rock my little pony, Cabbage Patch Kids. So still keeping true to the 80s, but a little bit more on the feminine tip. Um, let's see. So basically, since this is our first podcast, we're going to be kind of stumbling and audio quality may not be the best, but, uh, hopefully as we move forward, the future of the cast will be something very polished, uh, where we're bringing you toy reviews and basically talking about everything that people that collect the greatest franchises want to hear about. So... Um, let's go ahead and get right into the toy news. Uh, first story up is going to be HeMang.org uh, premieres the Stratos figure, and they also announced the postponement of the Classics line. Um, if you were at Comic-Con or if you follow the HeMang.org, uh, you'll know that they are releasing a new Classics line of Masters of the Universe. And basically what these are are going to be super articulated versions of the original 1983 line. Um, all the sculpts are going to be done by the Four Horsemen. So if anybody's familiar with the 2003 line or the more recent mini statue line, you know that they do some incredible work. Um, but at Comic-Con, they premiered that what they'll be doing is releasing one action figure per month on their new website, MaddieCollector.com. And uh, we're going to be throwing out a lot of URLs and talking about a lot of things. Um, 
we will post show notes up every time we finish a podcast. So if you're listening to us and you have access to a computer, the show notes with every link that we're talking about will be available there. So they're going to be releasing them one in a month, um, supposedly starting in September with He-Man. Uh, Comic-Con, the exclusive, was King Grayskull. And uh, I know it's bad of me, but I still haven't had a chance to look at all of the bios and read up on exactly who King Grayskull was. But he is an extreme likeness to He-Man himself um, and is actually one of the coolest exclusives at Comic-Con this year. So um, September is obviously come and gone um, or is ending right now, I should say. And no sign of He-Man. So I checked around, and it looks like what's happened is they've had some tooling issues. Uh, they want to put out the best figure they possibly can. And so they, instead of rushing something out the door, they've decided to postpone it and the second figure, which is Beastman, until December, I think it said. But... Uh, they're trying to pull this off and say, oh, it'll save you on shipping because these figures are going to be 20 bucks a piece uh, plus shipping. And then you're, if you're only getting them once a month, then you're paying, you know, a single shipping cost every month. Um, that is unless you wait on them and who knows, uh, maybe you'll be able to get both of them or three or four of them. What? It's supposed to save you on shipping, but they charge you shipping every time? Well, they... The postponement is supposed to save you shipping. Oh, I missed the postponement part. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but let's see. Let's. Uh, this is from uh, one of. It's from the Masters of the Universe, uh, the guy that's essentially in charge of it for uh, Mattel, and this is what he wrote: Tman.org. I'm writing to let you know that. It, I've just made my first really tough decision as master toy collector of Mattel. In a nutshell, we have been forced to make a trade-off between shipping according to our announced schedule and getting our figures exactly right. Master toy collector? <laughs> you know, they have fancy titles there. Like all master gardener, but for toys. <laughs> Okay, okay yeah. <laughs> you probably don't know that in the gardening world, there's actually a master gardener. <laughs> and Mrs. McFavorite's grandfather is one. <laughs> but anyways, um, and they've decided to go over go with quality over speed. The issue is removable armor for the Masters of the Universe Classics line. As you know, these figures are meant to bring the classic 1980s, Masters of the Universe toy line aesthetic into the modern era. But the technical challenge of having removable armor that still holds in place with the level of quality we expect from a collector line has proved very difficult. In order to stay on schedule, we briefly considered compromising by gluing the armor for He-Man and Beast-Man in place. But I realized that you, the true Masters of the Universe collectors would much rather have the figures done right than get them a few weeks earlier. Note, a few weeks. Our engineers are now reconfirming the sculpt so that the armor attaches to each figure in a uniform plug on his back so that the armor for almost every figure will be both removable and interchangeable. So the bad news is both He-Man and Beast-Man will now be available for purchase in December. So 
He said they'll be a few weeks late, but if if September was the release date, they're pushing them both back to December, and that seems a little bit more than a few weeks. I was just about to say the same thing. (laughs) the figure announced for November was supposed to be Skeletor, so I'm not sure what that's going to mean if he's actually still going to come out in uh, November because they've fixed the manufacturing, but uh, I'll kind of wait and see. I'm I'm going to go completionist on this and order every single one. Oh, good God. <laughs> So I don't go completionist on too many things, um, but definitely a reimagining or not reimagining because that's what the 2003 line, but a re-sculpting of the original line is just something I can't pass up. Oh, is that the Skeletor whatever on the front of that magazine? Yes, yeah. Uh, if you missed it, uh, last month's uh, <laughs> last month's Toy Fair actually had an article on this, and they debuted the Skeletor Skeletor sculpt on uh, on their magazine. So uh, let's see. Next news story: um, the GI Joe Club San Diego Comic Con GI Joe exclusive debacle. Okay, um, I don't know if how many of you are actually G.I. Joe collectors. Well, I would assume most of you are not because I assume that there's only a few people listening at this point. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, hold on, we're having some technical difficulties here. Okay, so um, this debacle, the G.I. Joe Club, um, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but at Comic-Cons, the G.I. Joe exclusives for the last two years have been probably one of the hardest things to get, at least from Hasbro. Uh, Last year, they did the Gold Head Pimp Daddy Destro and then a second variant that was more common, the Silver Head Pimp Daddy Destro. Destro. Um, this year they went that same route. They did a uh, Cobra Commander at a podium, which is actually from one of the G.I. Joe comics where I think Cobra Commander was running for president. So pretty uh, pretty appropriate for an election year. But uh, So they had him in a blue suit, as in the comic. And then the second variant that was more common was the black suit. So you're allowed to buy one of the blue suits and two of the black suits per Comic-Con pass. So uh, Miss McFavor and I maxed out ours. <laughs> but, or I maxed out ours. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but the G.I. Joe Collector Club um, actually got a limited shipment of these. These completely sold out at the show. The last few days, you couldn't even get the blue-coated uh, Cobra Commander. But the G.I. Joe Collectors Club got a limited shipment. They got uh, only 75 uh, blue jackets and 190 black jackets. So what they did is they sent out an email to all their members like they normally do saying, hey, we're offering these in a three-piece and a two-piece set. Three pieces was blue and black jacket and then the new Combat Heroes Snake Eyes and Timber uh, 
galactic hero kind of thing. And then the two-piece was a black coat, Cobra Commander, and the same combat heroes. Um, these were definitely more expensive than they were at the show. You know, each piece was only 8 to 10 bucks at the show. And here, I think it was 50 bucks for the three-piece and 35 for the two-piece. But, you know, great way to spread the love, especially to the people that pay their hard-earned money to, you know, get access to some exclusives like this. The problem is, is I'm also a member of the Transformers Collectors Club, and they've been having a huge issue with getting pre-orders for their uh, Nightbeat and Seacon exclusives because they say they've been having software issues. Supposedly that is all fixed. I've got mine on order. So when this came up, I think I hit the site about two hours in, seeing what I could get, you know, seeing if I could get some uh get access to it maybe make some trades that kind of thing and the site was down so i emailed them saying hey your site's down what's going on if you're starting a line because their collectors club unfortunately is very uh very non-technical um it's probably some of the worst websites i've ever seen their store is definitely one of the worst stores i've ever seen so emailing them, I thought they might be starting some kind of line or something, so I got my place in line. Next day, they put out another email apologizing for the store going down and that they're going to be working on a solution. Okay, A few hours later, they email with the solution. What they're going to do is they're going to put them back into the store and essentially turn them on in the store the next morning. So that's kind of screwed up to begin with because now the people that had first jump on them the night before but got screwed because of their error you know what if you have to work what if you can't get on the internet the next morning you know just all kinds of variables play in and so whatever you know i have mine it would be nice to have some extras you know i could open one up and actually have a blue suited cobra commander lecturing my troops but um, so what happens the next morning, of course, I get busy on a project and I forget to order them. Um, so I go to the website. What they've done is they've put on the website to call them if you want to order these items. So I call them. This is about 11 o'clock mountain time. I call them and ask them if they're still available. They say, no, they're sold out. We're so sorry. And I'm like, fine, whatever. No worries. So later on in the day, I'm checking my email. Again, this is my personal email at work, but, you know, it's okay. I'm a web designer. It just looks like I'm doing my job anyways. <sighs> uh, but uh, So I check my email, and they say they've come up with a new solution. And now what they, they're doing is they actually are taking people that emailed them with the errors, and they're going to... They're going to use the timestamps and they're going to put us in a line. And they even said in the email that there were more people that emailed about issues with the store than there were at least for the 75 blue-suited Cobra Commanders. So, lesson to the wise. No matter how annoying it could possibly be to have to email somebody about a mess-up on their fucking website... Just take the time to email them because you'll be put on a special list. <laughs> That's definitely right. Like I say, being a web designer, you know, I don't 
I don't like some, you know, display issues being brought to my attention um, because I have to fix them. But I do appreciate it. You know, if you ever see anything wrong with OpenYourToys.com, definitely hit me up. You know, it, it's just a WordPress blog, essentially. So, but I can get in there and hack away at the PHP. And, of course, any design thing shouldn't be an issue. We do like to pretend that we know what we're doing <laughs> every now and then. So, as it turns out, I was one of the lucky uh, first 75, so now I have my cool blue-suited Cobra Commander that I get to open and play with, and I might even do a review here on OpenYourToys.com. So, that was a very interesting thing. Uh, Next up on our... News is tons of new picks for Transformers at uh, TFW 2000. Um, Again, we're going to kind of take the mindset that a lot of people may be new to collecting or maybe new at least to a lot of these sites that serve as great references and great great news uh, sources. But really, that's what our goal here is at Open Your Toys. It's really to focus on the action figure side of things and report all the best news about it. So um, basically this week, just a ton of things dropped. I'm going to leave the link for you guys to go to it. Um, But we've got a new Robot Heroes um, under the Universe line. Let's see. We have got... We've got uh, animated Swindle, Blur, Skywarp, which is straight repaint of Starscream, Uh, official picks of Shockwave, Universe Starscream, Universe Cyclonus with his Target Master Nightstick, Uh, Universe uh, Hound with Ravage, which I think is a really cool uh, addition to that piece. You've got Universe Cheetor um, Activators, or I'm sorry, not Activators, Legends Animated Starscream, uh, Legends Brawn, Beachcomber Animated Bumblebee, and then uh, back to Universe, you've got uh, Inferno, and let's see, who is that? Vector Prime, which sports a pretty cool new paint job, and then uh, one more, and I can't remember... You actually got this one for me, but I don't remember oh, what the you. Like tri- yeah, it's it's the three-headed uh, dragon transformer from I believe it was um, Armada. It was um, the only one I remembered when he pointed it out. I was like, the three-headed thing, getting <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, Mrs. McFavorite has a hard time. With remembering me, things with me saying you see this you could get me this for christmas and i don't ever seem to get it but all right so many comments and i just can't even say them all at once <laughs> okay so go go take a look at those pictures look great uh the new classics line is is really exciting for transformers um, again, a lot, just a lot of homages. Homages? Is that? It sounds homages? right. Homages? No, <laughs> oh. that's something else. <laughs> no, an homage. That's a, a send up. Oh, yeah, I you're thought. right. Okay. <laughs> so, a lot, 
a lot of homages to uh, stuff from. Oh, but you pay homage. Okay, I'm sorry. I think it's French, but anyways. <laughs> so, um, so go check those out. TFW two thousand and five. Um, our next story is Hasbro to begin biweekly Transformers Q and A due October sixth. Uh, and this was reported both on Cybertron and TFW. This is similar to what they've been doing for a while now with uh, Star Wars. And I believe, I'm not sure how long they've been doing, but they're also doing it now for G.I. Joe as well. Um, definitely as our listenership builds and visitors' site build, we're definitely going to try to get on all three of these lists. But for the meanwhile, what we're going to do is just be synopsizing. Is that right? <laughs> I don't know if that's a word, but it sounds inventive. <laughs> so we're just going to be pretty much bringing you the juiciest parts of all of those. The Star Wars one is ridiculous. It's like something like 22 sites now or something. So I don't know how much we can add, but definitely as uh, more people start listening, we'll we'll try to build up a nice queue of questions and try to get down with them. Um, next up, this one should interest Mrs. McFavorite because she is a Disney fanatic. It looks like in Japan they're actually uh, previewing a um, previewing a Mickey Mouse Transformer crossover. <laughs> yes. That's right. They, you know, they've done it. They've done Star Wars and Disney, and now it looks like they're going to be doing uh, Transformers and Disney. So this has got to be the funniest looking picture I've ever seen. It's the cutest thing ever. Um, again, this is <laughs> this was posted on the TFW2005.com boards. Um, basically, it is a ad all in Japanese. Um, you see a Autobot style uh, robot Mickey logo, and then there's a silhouette of what looks to be a Mickey with possibly a small Mickey sticking out of his head. Yeah, I can't even begin to think of what that's going to try to be. Oh, maybe the water tower, but that's on GM Studios. <laughs> anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I know on the TFW podcast, I think they actually had somebody that could translate what this ad said, but if you want to hit their forums and look for that post, again, we'll have the link in our show notes, uh, I think later on in the thread. It's like something like 19 pages now. Um, somebody actually translates this. Uh, okay, next story. Uh, Universal Pal repaint. Prowl. What did I say? Pal. <laughs> okay, if we could rewind, I would call for instant replay, but we can't do that. So, <laughs> Universal Prowl repaint. Uh Revealed first under the Club Magazine forum at TransformersClub.com, we have confirmation of the repaint of Universal Prowl toy into G1 smokescreen. 
Um, it does really look nice. I was, I was never a big fan of his paint scheme to uh, begin with. It's the real blue and red. And, of course, I didn't link to the right page here. Um, yep, not the right page whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> That's helpful. Uh, but uh, I am a huge fan of repaints. You're going to learn this. Some people absolutely hate them. They uh, think it's just a way for them to eke more dollars out of us. And it's uh, it's really true. It ekes a lot more dollars out of me. Okay, so here's a really question and a question for people who don't really get into GI Joe, GI Joe or G One Smokescreen. That's a figure person. <laughs> that's a transformer. Figure, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I just didn't know what that meant. It. Sounds oh. like a color scheme, oh, maybe. Oh, sorry, sorry. G, G1, of course, is Generation 1, the original trans... Not, I shouldn't say original, but the Transformers from the from U.S. releases in 1983 and on, so... Well, I got the G1. I was talking about the smokescreen. <laughs> sorry. No worries, no worries. <laughs> okay, and also coming from G1 Transformers is Impossible Toys. Uh, they're the ones that brought us the Quince from the Transformers movie as well as Spike and Spark Plug in scale to G1, which was, you could say they were or were not, but um, it is actually a Spike in his exosuit from the movie, which uh, the movie is probably one of my most favorite aspects of Transformers at all time. I saw it in the theater. It's one of the first movies I saw by myself without anybody. And to this day, it's one of those movies I can just watch again and again and again. Um, now to the toy... Uh, the the figure looks okay. It's the alt mode that looks really bad. It looks cheap. <laughs> it probably is going to be a little cheap. These are fan-made kits. Uh, oh! Impossible Toys has done some amazing things. Their quints are, are really cool. I think just because this is supposed to be in scale with the G1 figures that... It's going to be really small if it's about the same size as the original Spike and Spark Plug. So it, it's essentially a Legends version of it. So there, there's not much else they can do with it. Um, but again, TFW 2000, or no, I'm sorry, this was actually Cybertron.com uh, had that. So um, next up, Transformers Universe Special Editions. Um, these kind of just kind of came out of nowhere and smacked people in the face. But uh, right now, uh, up for pre-order at HasbroToyShop.com are special edition uh, Transformers, essentially four repaints, uh, a repaint of Prime and Megadron from the much beloved or behooved. No, that's not right. I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> the much hated. How about that? Let's go with that. 
wasn't either one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Megatron and Prime Classics Pack that had the DVD. It had a horrible uh, action feature Prime. The the colors and the, the robot mode were good. It's just the alt. I didn't really like the alt mode. And then a G2 Megatron in his green tank alt mode. Um, but anyways, what they've done is they painted the Prime to look much more like the G1 cartoon version. And then they have repainted the G2 Megatron tank mold to be more similar to his G1 color scheme. So I, I own these and <laughs> I bought that pack again. I had no idea about the prime action figure or action feature, which is something like squeezing something and makes them spin around or something. Uh, but um, so I don't have any plans to pick those up. But there are two other repaints, and these I will be getting. These are repaint of Classics Grimlock and Classics Mirage. And it's actually Overkill, which, if you don't remember, was one of the later edition cassettes. It was actually a Transformer, Transformers, a Tyrannosaurus Rex that was a tape from Soundwave. So it's repainted, Grimlock's Aww. repainted <laughs> matches color scheme. And then, uh, let's see, the Mirage repaint is a I'm not actually a fan of the color it's a very bright yellow but it's a repaint of drag strip from the Stunicon so being a huge combiners fanatic I I've got to go with that one too um what's got some people up in arms is while these are just 999 deluxes actually 777 deluxes now at Walmart they are charging fifteen ninety nine. Uh, it looks like what had happened uh, is that there were supposed to be some exclusives in Australia that somehow never came through, and now what they're uh, saying is that they're going to release these in the United States on HasbroToyShop.com. Um, what the story also stated was that um, future waves of this would include a cliff jumper and a nemesis prime. So that should be something cool to look for. Um, But the boxes are really cool. They're these, uh, they're really Japanese-esque, something that you would expect from Kara, Tomy. But they're black and white boxes And uh, with really nice artwork. So, again, I'm going to pass on the Prime and Megatron, but definitely got to do the do the overkill and drag strip. Um, So on to our next story. You you like those segment transitions there? Um, Transformers. Notice the excitement. <laughs> Transformers <laughs> animated Autobot Jetfire and Jetstorm set. Uh, this was just released on EntertainmentEarth.com. Another one of those that just kind of came out of left field. No one had even heard of them. 
Um, but what it is is um, they're twin transformers. Uh, they say the figures can combine or transform individually. Um, so kind of a revisit back, it sounds like, to the whole Armada combiner thing. Um, but we'll have to see. There wasn't any pictures posted as of yet. Just a pre-order um, at twenty six ninety nine. Um, what? Cons- <laughs> what? Considering uh, Entertainment <laughs> Earth usually um, overprices their pre-orders, probably looking at a nineteen ninety nine retail, similar to the animated two packs, um, because it does have a DVD. Uh, that you can get from the big box retailers. All right, so that's it for news at this point. We're going to take a little break, so enjoy the commercials, and we'll be right back after this message is. What we plan to make a very regular addition to the podcast, and this is definitely where we want to hear from you. We one of the main goals is to try to get a national uh, store report going on here with all four. Well, I should say three of these franchises, as uh, Masters of the Universe will only be online, but. Uh, Right now, what we're going to go through is what we're seeing in stores here in Denver, at least. Denver, Colorado. Again, I don't think I ever said where we're actually at. Actually, no, we didn't. We're from the Mile High City. Woohoo! <laughs> and uh, so these are all. Uh, the first one would be what I saw at uh, Toys R Us. And this is while I was picking up uh, The Force Unleashed. I saw the Galactic Heroes Rancor and ATTE gift sets. Um, these are, again, Toys R Us exclusives. Um, the Rancor looks like it comes with the Rancor. Uh, I would hope two, it would come with the Rancor. <laughs> two Grimorian Guards and Luke Skywalker. And the ATTE comes with Yoda, an ATTE driver that looks kind of like a uh, Commander Gree, a Wookiee warrior, and a Kashyyyk trooper. So what I have to say about the Rancor, ultra cute. Like Galactic Heroes, you just can't get any cuter than that. And I understand the whole reasoning why it looks the way it does, but it just looks really weird with his mouth all gaping like that. He looks like a snake ready to eat a mouse. <laughs> yeah, I, I was kind of disappointed in the Rancor. I was expecting a little bit better, but um, they really have play in mind. The reason why they made the mouth so big is because it can actually swallow one of the Grimorian Guard galactic heroes. Yeah. Ultra cute. But yeah. <laughs> now the the one with Yoda. Awesome. Yeah. Wow, she just likes it cuz it has Yoda. I like she Yoda. doesn't and even the know Hero what Yoda. You can't get any Okay, yeah. 
also, there's a lot of things you can get cuter than. You'll notice I say that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but she doesn't even know what an A-T-T-E is. But, uh, uh-huh, it's that thing right there. <laughs> it is, uh, it's basically the precursor to the A-T-S-T. Chicken Walker just didn't have an enclosed cab the way it did. It's a kind of a single-person transport. Oh, it's the one that they show and they're walking around. Okay. Yep. Um, This one is camouflage, similar to the Christmas time Target two-pack exclusive, which I definitely loved. And this will probably be one I have to get. Uh, Let's see what other. They also had other exclusives there. They this the first time I've seen the Universe Unicron um, at a store and. Uh, Jessica should know Unicron here once I pull up the picture oh, for her. Oh, I know her. Unicron. He's the one that was sitting on top of our TV flipping people off. Yep. My, <laughs> my favorite part about the Unicron uh, the Unicron mold is articulated fingers. There is nothing better to me in an action figure than articulated fingers. It can hold guns and it can also express its contempt for you. And my Unicron sat on our entertainment center expressing content for anybody that visited our house. Contempt. Did I say content? Yes, you did. Oh, sorry. <laughs> contempt. Um, but uh, besides that, this is just a straight repack of the original, um, which I believe was R.I.D. Uh, no. It may have been Energon, or the black repaint may have been Energon, and the normal colors were IRD. No, I think it was Energon. That's one of the few things that I actually remember. Okay, Miss McFavorite's making the call. So, Whether I'm right or not, that's <laughs> what it is. God damn it. <laughs> uh, so next up, still at Toys R Us, and one of their exclusives was the Lars Family Homestead. Um essentially heard nothing but bad things about this and after seeing it in person i can definitely agree but Uh, it's part of it's part of a movie that you buy toys from how do you not want to have it because there's no action involved in these action figures they the scene is literally (laughs) made to be set up as if they were talking um, so basically, this is this is almost straight I think out it's of. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is almost straight out of the Star Wars spoofs troops, uh, where the sn- the sand troopers actually went and talked to Owen and uh, Owen and Baru Lars uh, at their homestead. So essentially what you have is you have the little Looks like, like an igloo. Yeah, igloo shaped home. You've got the um vapor not vaporizer, but uh essentially the little piece of equipment that they use to farm uh water. To farm water. Exactly. Good job, sweetie. Woohoo, I kinda know something. Uh moisture evaporator, that's what it is. Yeah, uh, I was totally gonna say that. Or moist moist 
moisture evaporators, not evaporators. So I was totally going to say that too. <laughs> uh, so the the big thing that people have been complaining about is the base to the homestead. It's, uh, it's oh, the box is cool. Yeah, the box is kind of cool. Um, but the base is vacuum form, so it's basically just this piece of plastic molded into what looks like uh, uh, like desert, and then they like sprayed some kind of plastic material for it to kind of seem like sand, uh, essentially like astroturf for sand. And that's what you're paying for, folks. <laughs> that's what you're paying for. Yeah, you Owen and uh, Owen and Baru are straight repaints from, um, I believe she's Power of the Force, and I don't or no, not Power of the Force. Sorry, uh, Power of the Jedi, and I believe he is as well. Um, no again, matter what, the box still is much cooler than the picture of the setup that they have. They should have just shown the box, and a bunch of people would have bought it, and then went aw when they opened it. Well, see, the problem is, is a bunch of people are buying this online because the box <laughs> pictures do look really good. But if you see this in a store, especially for fifty bucks, five zero dollars. Hey, if I had the money to do it, I would have done it. <laughs> Your kid or would do it, but I don't, so I'm not. <laughs> You're getting uh, repaints of like 2002, 2003 figures. You're getting a, a new uh, Sand Trooper um, as far as repaint as well. But I What's think not a repaint anymore? Well, that's true. <laughs> the Macquarie line last year and a lot of 30th anniversary, but... I... Please tell me what's not a repaint. Um, I'm sorry. What's not a repaint? <laughs> Send it in because I'd like to know because I think everything is. And so on that, you're probably yelling out, hey, it's 2001, Power of the Jedi, you dumbass. Like I say, definitely correct us. We'll do corrections as we find necessary. You know, we'd love to hear from you guys. But anyways, this is definitely something I'll be passing on. Um, like I say, the box is cool, full bubble, but, yeah. See, they should have just shown the picture of the box and everybody would have bought it. Um, also this week we saw the new Target exclusive G.I. Joe, uh, Cobra Rattler and, uh, Conquest. And I actually picked these up. Woohoo! Um, the wild weasel for the Cobra Rattler just looks amazing. I haven't had a chance to compare him to my comic pack wild weasel, but I thought it looked like he had a little bit of extra molding in his webbing and that kind of thing. Um, again, something Mrs. McFavor could care less about, but these are... They're uh, planes. <laughs> they're almost i mean they're essentially exact repacks and i don't think there's anything new on them um from the original releases as a kid i always wanted a rattler the conquest was eh, um but what i do really like about the conquest is um at least the old ones had the uh shark painting on them um you know some of the 
uh, fighter pilots back in the day would customize their fighters and paint scary looking things on them and that's definitely one of my favorite times and to me reflects a a lot of detail when it comes to war I guess you could say um so we grab those I've seen uh, I've seen at least one of each in every target I've gone to so it doesn't look like they're flying off the shelves but I definitely grab mine as fast as I can um on this toy run, I was also clamoring for the new Walmart Force Unleashed exclusive three packs. This is a um, Darth Vader with, uh, they're called incinerator troops. They're oh, essentially, this is the one my friend at work was talking about. Yeah, uh, they're essentially in, uh, stormtroopers painted red. And then there is also a um, Emperor Palpatine with gray and black shadow troopers. So those are two different ones, or two different ones, two different three packs, fourteen ninety nine a piece. Um, Vader is nothing new. Um, the Palpatine is actually the super articulated Palpatine. Um, Whereas you might remember them from the uh, Jedi clone uh, wave two, two packs, um, but they had him painted real gray. This is actually him still with uh, normal flesh color. Um, so basically he's not supposed to have been scarred by Mace Windu yet, but yet his face still looks like he's scarred. So See, I would totally buy these just for the clone troopers. Because, like he's saying, the Vader's... I mean, you can't really do anything with Vader. You can change his pose in no matter what. He still looks the same. Palpatine, I really... Or... Yeah, Dart... I just don't like him. They always have this crazy <laughs> face on there. And the mold is always so jacked off that it's just like... Ah, I really don't like it. So yeah, I would totally buy these only for the sto- um I'm sorry, the clone troopers cuz the other two suck. <laughs> yeah, the the clone troopers are definitely what I'm looking for. I, the gray ones are awesome. Yeah, the gray and black shadow troopers turned out really cool. Um they're not they're not really matched to the shadow troopers that are in the game. The shadow troopers in the game seem to well, one, they fade in and out. Um, I guess that's what makes them shadow. But uh, they're they're much lighter gray. And instead of black, it's actually kind of like a bluish. Um, but the incinerator troopers are very close to the their game counterparts. And like I say, I'm a sucker for repaints. And also, I made it a point when the figures first came out especially because they announced how limited um, the line was going to be. I said I'm going to collect the entire Force Unleashed line, and I have done that all except for these. Uh, you had the original Target-exclusive Felution Rancor. Um, you had the, the initial battle pack, which... Everybody kind of like, what was this? It had Episode 3 Wookiees, regular Stormtroopers, and Darth Vader. So that Rancor, does it even, like, 
It looks like it's all black light. The repaint on it is a very bright purple. <laughs> and what would make it even more awesome if it really was black light, but I highly doubt it is. Yeah. Uh, we haven't tested ours out to see if it is, but that is actual Felucian battle paint. Woo-hoo. Or war paint, I guess you should, would call it. Who's the little guy? Is that a Felucian? Yeah, that's a Felucian Rancor Rider, which uh, looks really small. It was molded really small relative to the game. The game, the Felucians are actually pretty big, and I think they're taller than you, actually. And this one was more... You, you, or you, me, or just that you person? You as Invader's in Secret Apprentice. Because, okay, I can get that. Yeah, because yeah, so me and you are, are not actually in the game, but there, that, there is some news on that. Anyways, um, so the <laughs> on with the Force Unleashed, there is also a Target exclusive battle plaque that had a couple Episode 3 Wookiee Warriors, uh, regular Stormtroopers, and Vader. And when this first came out, it's kind of like, eh, you know, what? what is this all about? And this is actually uh, replicating the first uh, level of the Force Unleashed. Why is it so difficult to articulate a Wookiee? Well, basically because they're thick all over. There's no thin spots to put a... Wookiees have articulation, too! (laughs) They do. (laughs) These are actually some of the best articulated. They bend at the knees and the elbows and the shoulders. I, I would think... be pissed if I opened that as a kid. I'd be like, he doesn't bend. Yeah, it even has wrist articulation. Come on. Can't ask for much more than that. Where's some ankles? Maybe, like, <sighs> not, like, individual toes, but, like, maybe the a chunk of the toes move or something. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Mrs. McFavorite. She likes articulation. Um, Otherwise, they're statues. And we hate statues No, here. he hates statues because he can't afford them. And I love <laughs> statues, but I still can't afford them. I, I like my action figures. I want to put, put my figures in their own statuesque p- position. No, he said statue-esque. <laughs> <laughs> so he still treats them as statues, just little ones that he can do whatever he wants. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On to our next segment, which is in the ads. And um, still part of the store report, this is what is on sale at our big box retailers this week. Uh, Target this week has the G.I. Joe comic packs, regularly $9.99 for 8 bucks, So you get a good 20% off there. Um, latest wave, the Destro and Iron Grenader, Cobra Commander versus Tripwire, and Lieutenant Falcon versus Nemesis Enforcer are out now. So go pick those up if you want to. Um, I've seen all of them except for Destro and the Iron Grenader. So um, that's pretty popular subline. So hopefully you'll be able to find them if you want them. Uh, Toys R Us also had a big sale this week. They had buy two, get one free on Transformers Deluxes. 
Um, these Transformers Deluxes at Radio Shack cost ten ninety nine, so a little bit more expensive than Target at nine ninety nine, and a lot more expensive than Walmart now at their great seven seventy seven price. Um, so if you work that out, essentially you're paying twenty two bucks for three Transformer Deluxes. That works out to seven thirty three a piece. So you're just beating Walmart's price at that point. Um, but <laughs> sorry, the human calculator always just cracks me up. <laughs> um, there is uh, the latest wave of animateds out. So if you're looking for Swoop, Jazz, or Sentinel Prime. Uh, hit those Toys R Us's and or Walmart and see if you can find those. Um, I just did pick up my swoop the other day, completing at least uh, season one and two's Transformers animated Dinobots. Yay. So you swoop down to get your swoop? <laughs> yeah. And I snarled while getting my snarl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so also on sale at Toys R Us, that got me very excited because we are definitely Lego maniacs, is they had the buy two, get one free Lego sets. But finding it peculiar that I didn't see any Star Wars sets in the promotional pictures, if you look and in the small print with a little asterisk, it says excludes Star Wars and Indiana Jones sets. Cheap bastards. Yeah. So I can see them not doing Star Wars, but come on, Indiana Jones as anyone. Hey, Lucas has got to get his money one way or another. <laughs> that movie sucked. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty damn bad. All right. So I think we're going to take another break at this point. Stay tuned. We'll be back in two and two. Peace. the leaders of the Crimson Guard, the evil twin brothers, Tomax and Sabot, and they're getting away in the Cobra Ferret. The jungle stop them. With the G.I. Joe minigame. G.I. Joe! Evil twin brothers sold together, Cobra Ferret, G.I. Joe minitank, and Joe Figure sold separately from Hasbro. All right, for the next segment on the show, we're going to be going online and looking what the internet has to offer in the way of toy collecting. Uh... First up will be pre-orders. The G.I. Joe Collectors Club put the fourth and final wave of the direct-to-consumer G.I. Joes online. Um, back in the day when Hasbro Toy Shop first launched, they actually had um, direct-to-consumer G.I. Joes, and these were, were one of the first old-school-style single-carded G.I. Joes, and they're actually really cool. I, I Once I found them, I managed to collect the first three waves. So this one's definitely high on my list. Um, I've got my pre-orders in, but the problem is, is they're offering them really weird. When they were originally on Hasbro Toy Shop, they were 
they were five ninety nine to six ninety nine. I can't remember a piece. Plus, you had your shipping, but that wasn't too bad. Well, these being the fourth and final wave, and this being exclusive to the GI Joe Club, they're only doing two thousand of each figure. What they decided to do is put them into sets. So you have two. There's there's seven figures in total. You have two sets of two, and then a set of three. Um, the first set is a airtight versus Cobra officer. Second two set is Outback versus Night Viper. And then the third one, which is probably my favorite, is Lieutenant Falcon versus Munitia and Python Patrol Copperhead. I want the job of naming these toys. <laughs> That'd be awesome. You just pull shit out of your ass and it works. Well, and what's funny t- nowadays is uh, Hasbro's like fighting to get back some of its trademarks on figures it named back in the 80s, but weren't popular enough to keep. So you'll notice, especially in the Transformers classic line, like you'll get Constructicon scavenge or scavenger instead of just scavenger. But wait. Constructicon Scavenger, that's the name? That's his name because they have to precursor his name with something because Scavenger by itself is now trademarked. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> so these uh, the two packs are up for $28.99 and the three pack is $40.99. So if you're doing your math there, that's oh like God. yeah, that's like almost fifteen dollars a figure, and that's just the base price. Then you have to pay shipping. There's with, only two in there. Yeah. And what do they do? Uh, they're action figures. And what do they do? Do they like? Do they have gold in them or something? Do they do anything special other than stand there and be a statue while? Er. They're the they're a limited edition fourth and final wave to the direct of the direct to consumer GI Joes. Grr, money grubbing bastards. <laughs> well, and the money grubbing I think is definitely on the GI Joe Collectors Club, um, but the the price doesn't stop there. Then you have to deal with shipping, and we all what, know that's overpriced. <laughs> what's even better, and this may have had something to do with how they broke them up, is the first the two sets of two ship at the end of this month. Supposedly, they always say allow four weeks from the shipping date for it to ship. Which I don't know what that really makes the actual shipping date. But, Wait, what? Okay, so the first two sets will are set to ship on August 31st. So on ho- or August, October 31st. So on Halloween, but they have a disclaimer on it that says allow uh, sh- allow four weeks for shipping. So there, they have a pegged cheaper date for them to ship it, but they ship it at whatever date makes it. Yeah, really, really. That's the collectors' club. There's, Sorry, there's... I didn't mean to screaming in your ears. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> the the collectors' club gets a lot of flack, and I've only been a member for the last year, and both of them, and 
and it's been pretty piss poor, unfortunately. But hey, at least there's collective, there's the collectors club with exclusive figures. That's all I'm really worried about. Oh, that so powerful world. Oh, blah, blah, I'm sorry. So powerful word, exclusive. <laughs> That's right. Exclusive, cha-ching. <laughs> I just said exclusive, $10. <laughs> but, and so the first two are set to ship on Halloween. Now, the set of three is not set to ship until uh, January of 09. So even though they want you to pre-order them now, and the Collector's Club unlocked, a lot of the better retailer sites, they charge your card up front. So they're charging your card as soon as you order these. The other ones aren't going to ship until 2009, which means you have to pay two separate shipping charges. You have to pay one shipping charge for the sets that release on the 31st. And we're not talking cheap. We're talking, you know, $13. Plus they charge you to bubble wrap. They, they actually charge for bubble wrap. I, from the things that I have seen come through the mail and everything else, that actually seems worth it. Because then they actually, you know, pat it as opposed to just jam shit in a box. Well, it is an issue that Hasbro Toy Shop uses these huge one side. No, they use padding most of the time. But they're these huge, like air-filled like pillows that are the size of the figures and what happens is they just jam those pillows in there and bend the cards and crush the bubbles and they destroy the cards yeah i I have returned many a thing to hasbro uh due to poor package and while this is uh openyourtoys.com toy cast who the hell wants to buy a fucked up package Uh, lots of things that I buy, I buy in duplicates uh, to keep mint on card and to open. And there are some things that I just won't ever open. But um, anyway, so they've really got collectors over the fire with these DTC figures. Again, I'm the sucker. I'm going to pay it. Um, but Or I should say I've already paid it. But... Um, Next thing is Entertainment Earth slash Big Bad Toy Store pre-orders. If you're not familiar with Big Bad Toy Store, they break pre-orders faster than any other retailer on the site except for Entertainment Earth. Um, Entertainment Earth is actually a distributor, so they are essentially a wholesaler. Um, So essentially... Entertainment Earth breaks things first, and then Big Bad Toy Store breaks them immediately after. And I'm not quite sure if this is because they have some kind of deal worked out where, you know, Big Bad Toy Store gets this information ahead of time and just cannot post it until they get confirmation from Entertainment Earth. Um, But pretty much uh, being a retailer... You can see, they'll send you an email every day about what's newly added to your site. It just seems like BBTS is, like, immediately after Entertainment Earth breaks it, it's up on BBTS. So, anyway, um, pre-orders new this week are the Legacy 
Comic Pack Wave 5. And that's uh, Darth Talon and Kate Skywalker from Legacy. Leia in Blue Gown and Prince Shizor from uh, Shadows of the Empire, which is another one of my favorite sublines and EU multimedia extravaganzas. Uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn and Talon Card, I believe that's from the Timothy Zahn mo- novels. Um, obviously, it's got to be from a comic, though, as well. Um, White Vader and Sniper Leia. Now, this is... Per- that is fucking awesome. <laughs> this is perhaps one of my favorite repaints of all time. I almost bought a... Uh, custom online that was a white carded Vader um, and then I found out that this one was coming out and just got ecstatic um, a lot of collectors just think this is retarded and that it's ridiculous uh, but I am a Hoth slash Snow fanatic and this Vader is going to go perfectly with all my other white clothes white clad uh, troopers and Han Solo and uh, Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia. See, now I look at it in a different view. Like, Hoth is cool and all that. I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm not a fan of snow, but I deal with it. Um, but I just, there's especially like the McCoreys, like the McCory Boba Fett, it just gives it that flavor, that it just makes it that much cooler. So I really, really like that white, the white Vader and snipers are just fucking awesome. So sniper Leia, that is just super cool. Just the con, I like concepts. Concepts are cool. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll definitely be picking those up as, uh, the comic packs are definitely something I'm a completionist in. Uh, haven't read, many of the comics but I am a huge fan and just starting a fledgling comic book collection note I really don't like comics at all at all at all (laughs) (laughs) but that is definitely a comic pack I will be getting Uh, the next two are Commander Faye which is essentially a uh, Commander Kashyyyk trooper and yet another mold of Quinlan Voss, which is a very popular EU Jedi. And this is actually in his robes as opposed to the previous release. Um, the next one is Clone Emperor and Luke Skywalker. And I believe this is from Dark Times, where there's the story that basically even though the Emperor was killed in Return of the Jedi... He is cloned repeatedly over and over again. Um, this is actually uh, re-sculpts from the original expanded universe line that was with Power of the Force 2. So um, those are definitely must-haves. The sculpts look great on them. Um, they, the Emperor comes with, it looks like, uh, his lightsaber plus lightning and there's something else that looks like maybe like a force ball or something here so so we'll see what that is um 
Next up is Clone Wars Animated Wave 4. Um, currently, while well, most of those comic packs are already or should be hitting big box retail, um, Wave 4 is probably a little ways off of the animated Clone Wars figures. And basically in this assortment, we're going to be seeing a Plo Koon, an Asaz Ventress, which is really cool because she's got a little holographic it looks like Count Dooku I like Asajj <laughs> Mrs. McFavor is definitely a fan of Sith bitches Sith bitches y'all <laughs> you heard it <laughs> so also uh, let's see very unexciting but kind of looks like a cool scope or sculpt will be uh, C-3PO um, you've got a destroyer droid that looks very cute, short and stocky. C-3PO doesn't have a silver leg. Huh. Oh, the... I'm almost positive that in the original prequels, he doesn't have a silver leg. The silver leg happens sometime after the original prequels and before the uh, um, original trilogy. Yeah, but in the Clone Wars cartoon where they show the all super gay stripper music thing, he has a silver leg in that. And that's when he first gets his armor. Or not armor, but plating or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. We can rewatch it, but I remember having a silver leg. So. Because if he just got his gold casings, why would he have a silver leg? I. I just found out about the silver leg about, I don't know, two years ago. So, anything's possible. I could have missed it. <laughs> so, uh, the, anyways. The I don't pay attention to that much detail. <laughs> the destroyer droid looks really cool with his little short and stocky stature. Uh, then you have a IG assassin droid. Um it looks like what is that color scheme a uh, clone trooper this is orange deco oh this is the commander Cody's trooper you have Padme and battle garb which kind of looks like her attack of the clones with some kind of weird head scarf on or something Um, it says yeah white battle outfit so, not quite sure what that is. Um, you have a clone trooper, a space clone trooper, which it says is from episode 7, um, which looks really cool. Essentially, Obi-Wan's uh, backpack from Wave 1, um, but the painting looks really cool. Then you have one of my favorite figures, I'm being a big guard fanatic as in royal guard senate guard you've got the magna guard uh grievous's body guards so he looks really cool he's got really disproportionate feet which i think look cool i don't really like the little dainty droid feet that come on a lot of droids um and lastly you've got r3s6 uh, with the nickname Goldie, so yeah, because you couldn't say that very fast. <laughs> he would be stumbling all over the place. 
Again, since we've only seen Plo Koon briefly, uh, C-3PO briefly, uh, I don't think we saw the IG assassin droids in IG the movie. IG-88? No. Well, but... Oh, just the... I'm sorry. Yeah. IG is the droid. I know, and IG-88 just flows, so <laughs> I said it. Um, we definitely haven't seen uh, Padme in her white battle garb. Um, Which looks like it from Clone Wars. Yeah. Just with a cool cape and headdress. <laughs> and if you can't uh, hear the sarcasm over the podcast, it was pretty thick. Um, and then the space <laughs> trooper, which literally says it's from episode seven. And uh, finally, you've got the Magna Droid and Goldie. So we should hopefully be seeing these soon. At least on the show. I am um, so getting Goldie just because it's got a cool name like Goldie. <laughs> Looks like estimated ship date on these will be February 2009. Usually, per Entertainment Earth, you'll see those at Big Box around that time or a little before. And then small little web shops, unfortunately, will not get them till a month later or two. But, uh, let's see, next up for online sightings is something Mrs. McFavorite couldn't be more excited about. G.I. Joe, 25th anniversary, wave 13. I said that too soon. Woohoo! <laughs> um, let's see, these continue the more plainly packed uh, white logo G.I. Joe figures. Um, we are definitely past all the silver packaging. So if you still see those and you haven't gotten them, haven't gotten the figures you want on those card backs, run out and get them because those are definitely going to be the most limited. We probably won't ever even see repacks in that same card style. So, um, let's see. This one is, has a few repacks. It's got, uh, the snake eyes that was completely black which is a repaint of the original Joe 5-pack that released to kind of announce the line. Uh, that one was a really dark gray, but it was the original version 1 Snake Eyes. Um, then in Wave 5, they actually repainted it uh, to be all black to mimic the original closer, and they put it on a single card along with the other G.I. Joes. In, or the other Joes in those multi-packs. Um, but on top of that, you've got Cobra Flint, which is essentially a Cobra with Flint's head. And this is um, directly from, I believe, one of the movies or the miniseries um, cartoons. Um, then the you've got Blowtorch, one of the Dreadnoughts, um, or not one of the one of the Dreadnoughts. The Dreadnought is actually Torch, and he also comes in this assortment. Um, but you have Blowtorch the Joe. You've got Firefly, which is, I believe, a repaint. And again, just one of those harder-to-find ones. You have a Cobra Commander, a Cobra Trooper, and Duke from the new web series Resolute. Um, which again, they debuted uh, about, I think it was five minutes or so of the one of those episodes, 
very adult oriented. People are actually dying instead of just getting punched out of helicopters and parachuting to safety. Um, so I can't wait to see what those figures look like. I assume since they're being released in the same cases as um, other traditional 25th anniversary sculpts that they'll probably be along the same lines. Really interested to see if they'll have uh, new card designs because um, while the 25th anniversary card designs are awesome because they are bringing back the original card art, um, if you're releasing figures that weren't released back then, then it doesn't make any sense to keep that card art. Move on to something new and fresh, Hasbro. Why? <laughs> then they couldn't do repaints. <laughs> oh, they still do repaints. Or then... repackages. Or wait, no, that's not the right word. Yeah, repack. Yeah, uh, when they repaint. Or repacks. See, and charge more. It even behooves them to do repacks because there's insane people out there. No like offense. You. Hey, no, not me, but other people that um, are are c- card variant collectors. So whether they oh, have see, the no, figure, cards is one thing. If you're going, but if you're just going for the figure, because oh, it's a new wave and er, that's another thing. But if you're like oh. The cards are cool, and they're... Different. Different, but same. One of these things are not like the other. (laughs) (laughs) One of these things is not quite the same. But yet it is. Um, Every time. (laughs) And let's see. Also, in that wave 13 is going to be... uh, Python Patrol Crimson Guard, which again is one of my... Uh, little sublines that I love are the Python patrols. Um, that's what makes those DTC figures really attractive is the Python patrol copperhead. Um, let's see. Next on the uh, pre-orders are the new 25th anniversary. And again, I'm not quite sure why they're still calling them this. Maybe just because they're repacking and kind of repainting a lot of this stuff. But um, 25th anniversary vehicle series four, uh, case of four. So essentially, this is two new vehicles and two repacks from the last wave. Um, the two last repacks, wave? yeah, wave three. There's the same. Anyway, move on. <laughs> uh, wave three's new vehicles were Deep Six with Shark Tooth, which essentially was. Um, uh, the uh, I can't think of it. The GI Joe Shark, and then uh, Firebat with the Firebat Driver from the Raven, which I'm not even can't even remember what it was. But yell at your pod, yell at your screen or your podcast now, telling me what it was. Um, the new vehicles in this wave are. Uh, something they actually did get to keep the name to, and that is the Water Moccasin with Copperhead. So Water Moccasin was always one of my favorite vehicles. Copperhead is just hilarious with his Deep South Bayou accent. Um, And then the uh, next vehicle was the Ghost Hawk, which is essentially a Skyhawk. And I can't even see what 
figure comes with it. But um, just like the entire 25th anniversary line, these will be mine. I have a full set starting from Wave 1, or actually starting from the uh, preview 5 sets of Cobra and G.I. Joe, so... Alright, um, besides that, there was just a ridiculous amount of Transformers put up for pre-sale. I'm not even going to get into them all here. Uh, just go to Entertainment Earth, uh, go to their Coming Soon section, and then narrow it down to Transformers. And you can see just the plethora of Transformers that were uh, put up for sale there. All right. Um, next, still online, going to sales and promos, uh, different offers that you can take advantage of right now. Uh, Kmart is offering free shipping on toys that are $49 or free shipping on an order of toys, $49 or more. Um, this was just until two days from now. It's just until September 19th. Or September 29th. So by the time this comes out, you probably will have missed this. But the point I wanted to make here is that the 12-pack Minicon exclusive set it was out of stock. So that would be the only reason why I'd be paying the extra cost to order something from Kmart.com in the first place. Um, next, Brian's Toys, which is still pretty much too expensive even with promotions, is offering 20% off Legos, uh, Lego Star Wars specifically. I don't think they carry anything else um, until October 6th. Um, then finally, Entertainment Earth is running $15 off a order of $99 or more. Offer excludes shipping tax. And until uh, October 31st, so still time to get on that. If you just put in offer code 4503080, that's 4503080, you will receive that discount. All right, we're going to take another quick break here, and we'll be right back. And more Autobots join Optimus Prime. Cup reminds me of the battle on Beta 4. Hard Rod. Watch my smoke. Blur. Now you see me. Now you don't. And these are the new Decepticons, the evil Cyclonus. I'm spying for a fight. And Scourge. No one escapes the sweets. But soon a new Autobot leader will arrive. Introducing Rodimus Prime. No one can take on the Decepticons like Rodimus Prime. Transformers. The Transformers each sold separately from Hasbro. Now back to our next segment, which uh, is actually going to be coming soon, will be our weekly toy review. And this is uh, essentially where we will open a new toy each week on the air and give you our immediate reactions to it. Um, but again, we're going to kind of be figuring out what toys we want to do that. You know, we don't want to just do one action figure, so... Uh, maybe we'll do a wave at a time or do something maybe a little bit more elaborate like a, you know, a Voyager Transformer or something. Um, also, eventually what we want to start doing is watching one episode of week of our favorite series. So, well, the new... 
<laughs> What's going to be funny is uh, essentially since Mrs. McFavorite is only really a fan of Star Wars, uh, we're talking more G.I. Joe, Transformers, and Masters of the Universe, the original that will series. Be hard. <laughs> the original. I thought he was talking about like just TV shows. <laughs> <clears throat> the original series. So you'll you'll get to hear a uh, a nonpartisan reaction to some of the things we grew up with, and things I probably like a little bit too much. Um, but we won't be doing any Clone Wars reviews. There's enough podcasts out there that are going to be looking at those pretty in-depth. Uh, just to name a few, take a look at uh, Voice of the Republic um, and uh, Internet Holonet Radio or Imperial. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, IHM. Imperial Holonet Radio. Um .net. Again, we'll, we'll post some uh, links to some of our favorite podcasts here in the next few weeks. I really like VOR, and IHN is awesome as well. Sweet. And uh, there's also uh, the Swan cast, um, but we'll, we'll talk about that at a later date. Um, anyways, uh, also what we'd be doing at this point, um, once we actually get some, uh, we're going to ha- be having listener feedback and questions. So not only do we want to hear from you in regards to what you're finding in stores, um, but give us a call. Let us, well, I guess don't give us a call yet because we don't have a voicemail number. We will eventually. Uh, in the beginning, at least record an MP3 and send it to us or just send us an email um, we're going to be definitely interested in what you have to say, even if it's that we suck, because we're definitely going to suck here in the beginning. <laughs> I, I would say that's about been par for the course so far. But um, and also give us your questions, man. We you know we love toys. We don't mind doing the research. You're too lazy to do. You know, and if it helps Ayo. you, <laughs> well, I just I I think about that sometimes when I hear these podcasts where people ask questions. It's like it's called Wikipedia. Look it up. Hey, buddy. there could be some people like me who just can't figure out the right way to look shit up. I'm really bad at researching, but <laughs> Slick over here, he's got it down. That's right. Being a web designer, you got to find what you're looking for as quickly as possible. But um, so yeah, um, at the end of the show, we'll we'll give you all the information on on how to do that, and um, hopefully, look forward to hearing from you guys. Uh, okay, last segment is going to be our grab bag segment, and that's essentially where we talk about anything that is not toy related. Um, but that we think you might find interesting. Um, first up is the Clone Wars Mall Tour. Uh, <laughs> Are we in the 80s again? That's right. Are you freaking kidding me? Can't you just picture Tiffany up on a stage singing in the middle of a mall as thousands of preteens and neon jumpsuits and leggings? Oh, and I guess if I they listened to her, I'd suits, so but. bust out in a song, but I was too infatuated with NKTOB. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Except for Tiffany was before them, youngin'. Ah, 
I called an opening act. <laughs> All right. Um, let Let's see. This is actually uh, this actually was kicked off a couple weekends ago, or not a couple last weekend um, in Chicago. Um, moves on to New York on the twenty sixth. Actually, that's uh, yep. That was yesterday. Um, then moves to Philadelphia, Washington, Atlanta, Miami, Houston, and Los Angeles. Uh, so just like the redheaded stepchild of large cities, it looks like Denver is going to get screwed once again. Um, I've ne- there's never been a G.I. Joe convention here. There's never been a Transformers convention here. The only thing we've ever gotten that was huge is that's the original Star Wars celebration. That's right, bitches. We're talking about, let's see, I'm looking at my poster right now. Uh, May, is that May 1st? It was May 1st and 2nd. Is that what it says? May 1st and 2nd. (laughs) 1999. That's right. The the first and only celebration I've been to, except for you can bet that I'll be at the uh, 2000, or not 2000, but I'll be at Celebration 5. So, um, But anyway, so Denver gets skipped, so that sucks because I would have loved to see what's going on. Um, I'm sure one of the fan sites will start posting some pictures um, in the past cities that it's visited. Um, next up is new Transformers calendars. Uh, Coming from the calendar man himself. <laughs> I have a calendar fanatic. I've got a... It's a Christmas present. <laughs> I've got three or four calendars in my toy room right now that uh, basically are old calendars. But whenever the month changes... I just changed the month on all of them again. So it's essentially like having 12 posters that change on the same interval every year. Yep. You may know what day it is, but damned if you can figure out what year you're in. (laughs) Yeah, the the year becomes very important on those posters. Um, But the cool thing about these is they're going to be two live action, which, eh, I have the I have the live action one from the uh, movie, and that's exactly what these are. Are these are the last movie? So these aren't like previewing any scenes from the new movie. Um, but what's got me real excited is they're actually having a new G one uh, calendar from uh, the comics. Um, let's see. Sorry, just looking at e- oh Shia. It. Of course, how could he not be? But yeah, these are from the hey, original Transformers movie. Just the Transformers calendar and not the movie calendar. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. the G1 looks really cool. Uh, let's see. Classic. Uh, sorry, just kind of looking over this. Um, but the actually the G1 one uh, looks like IDW artwork, and what's really cool is I bought a, a set of stickers from Smile Makers, 
and they're really cool reflective not holograms but they they're still kind of reflective and metallic and uh foil yeah there you go well but not strictly foil they're still paper it's weird but anyways <laughs> um <Grr. laughs> they use uh they use the same designs for the calendar as they did those stickers so um just a little bit cooler backgrounds. Um, let's see. And next up in the grab bag category, Transformers Energon, the ultimate collection DVD box set. Uh, Paramount Home Entertainment have announced the December 16th release of Transformers Energon, the ultimate collection. It's all 52 episodes of the show running 1,092 minutes, which is what? Really long. <laughs> You're looking at somewhere around uh, <clears throat> uh, 18 hours there, 17 to 18 hours. I'm sorry, my correction, or my bad. Really, really long. <laughs> Um, this will be enclosed in four thin pack cases that are slid, in, slid into an outer slip case package. And uh, <laughs> let's see, I saw this first on uh, TV shows on DVD.com, which if you like TV shows and you like watching them on your own time without commercials, <clears throat> TV shows on DVD.com is your best friend. They break all the latest news and what's coming to DVD that used to be on TV. Um, this coincided with the same press release that said Transformers Animated Season 2 to be released on January 3rd. Um, that's 13 episodes uh, with three animated shorts and a photo gallery. Um, I'm assuming these are the same animated shorts that are being released on Monkey Bar TV, Hasbro's uh, like kid interactive multimedia site. Um, so if you haven't seen those, hit Hasbro.com, uh, go to Play, and it'll since you take take you to this onslaught of multimedia games and videos and they even have uh, old school uh, episodes of G.I. Joe. They're just condensed into like 7 to 10 minutes. It, it's really interesting how they cut kind of superfluous character building and just get right to a story. So, um, Next up in grab bag is Massive Lego Diorama Rebel Attack. Um, this hit, I believe it was, uh, the force.net and, uh, essentially what it is, is, um, this guy spent a year building his own reenact, well, I guess it's not a reenactment cause it never really happened, but it's a rebel attack on an empire mining colony. So it is just ridiculous ridiculously detailed. I mean, the guy has uh, looks like at least 30 shots up there from every different angle, close-ups. And the really cool thing is uh, he has it hosted on Flickr. And what you can do on Flickr is uh, you can add notes to your photos. So when somebody rolls over that area that's been marked with a note, uh, it'll do a little tooltip or fly out or pop up, whatever you want to call it. Uh, 
that gives a little bit of trivia or information about what you're looking at. Um, this thing is ridiculously scaled. Uh, it, it's uh, it's about online with the uh, micro tr- uh, Lego Star Wars sets. Um, I don't even remember if they actually had a name, but they're one of my favorite lines. You know, we're talking about an X-wing and and sixteen Legos. You know, and if you can kind of think about that and think of how you would do an X-wing and sixteen Legos then, yeah, it's pretty impressive. And this guy has ADATs and ATSTs and uh, Boba Fett's and uh, Slave One and Millennium Falcon and TIE Bombers, Y-Wings, and everything. So let's see. Uh, our great handy-dandy computer just pulled this up. Or if you don't want up. to picture it, just go see it at... Uh, this is on Flickr.com. Again, the URL is ridiculously long, so you'll have to look at our show notes. Um, but he did ultra cool thing. He has a curved walkway, which Legos, you know, that's almost impossible. He has fire effects and smoke effects and laser effects. And, you know, it's, it's just really cool. Uh, you'd be doing yourself a disservice if you didn't check this out. But, yeah, it also shows that there are too many people who have too much time on their hands. But I still have to say that it was fucking awesome. Too much time on their hands, like people that do podcasts? I could be doing other things. <laughs> yeah, let's see. It's about uh, it's midnight here, so, uh, yeah, we could be sleeping about this time, but... Yeah, I was supposed to be asleep an hour ago. <laughs> well, it's the weekend, though, so, you know, you you can stay up a little later on the weekend. Um, let's see, next up in the <laughs> grab is uh, The Force Unleashed sells 1.5 million in one week. Um, this probably has to do with that it was released on every platform imaginable, <clears throat> including the iPod and Engage, which I you even know what an Engage is? No. See, that's it's essentially a phone slash gaming platform that was put out, I think, by Nokia like five six years ago. I can't believe oh, that. They... I miss my Nokia. I knew how to use it. <laughs> um, and it made phone calls. <laughs> Yeah, we have a Motorola Q9Cs, and uh, Mrs. McFavorite isn't a big fan of the smartphone. Because I'm not so smart. Yeah, a smartphone smarter than her, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but that's pretty impressive. It's the fastest selling video or fastest selling Star Wars video game of all time. Um, I guess that's what happens when you delay it for more than a year and a half. You get a lot of people antsy about buying it. I know I bought it on the day of release. I um, also went to do the midnight thing, but uh, uh, couldn't find anywhere that had the Stormtrooper Commander. Um, luckily, I'd picked up one a few days earlier, but I digress. Uh, next up is, as talked about earlier, there are uh, 
There is a Transformers animated short on Monkey Bar TV. It's just like a minute and a half. And it's uh, essentially Bumblebee breakdancing. Let me see this. <laughs> Hold on. I need to click on the link here for Mrs. McFavorite to see it. I love breakdancing. So are you kidding me? Bumblebee, Bumblebee breaking? He's breaking. That's right. It also Aww. it has something to do with... Uh, uh-oh. What's going on here? That was my toe ring. My bad. Oh. I say that too much. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what's going on with our internet here. I don't know if Comcast is throttling us or what. It's Comcastic. <laughs> Normally Comcast is great. Uh, I don't know what other people's experience with cable uh, internet has been, but I, I love my Comcast. I've never had big issues with it. Requires a restart every few months, it seems like, but uh, or when you're working from home and you have people wanting to know why you're not working <laughs> at home. Yeah, one of the funniest issues was uh, uh, going down when Mrs. McFavorite was on a test pilot program for working at home. Disaster recovery. <laughs> I had a disaster that I couldn't recover from. (laughs) So, um, while this is pulling up, uh, that's pretty much our last story of the day. Um, We're running a hell of a lot longer than I ever wanted this to be. I, I really get kind of frustrated with podcasts that run into like the two, two and a half hour marks. You know, I'm just, I don't even like to watch a movie for that long. I really wish, and Hollywood seems to be doing it somewhat, wish they'd bring back the hour and a half format. You know, if you can't fit it in that he goes on about how long things are. That's right. Okay. (laughs) So this is obviously a lot longer than we want it to be. Um, We're going to be cutting it off here. Uh, we're going to try to find a way to try to keep this under an hour in the future. But um, if you want to get a hold of us, you can go to OpenYourToys.com. Um, there's a um, – excuse me. That is O-P-E-N-Y-O-U-R-T-O-Y-S.com. That's right. Actually, I don't think we've put any contact information up. I've only done a few posts on there, but go check them out. There's uh, – there's a uh, story about uh, the latest Lego magazine. Um, there's also a story on the new Spaceballs uh, TV show that just started a couple weekends. Couple. Oh, and I can't wait for it. Yeah, it's on G4, and we don't get G4, so be- not because we can't get it. Uh, we're too cheap to upgrade to the Digital Plus package. But thank you to my friend at work, g Row. Gotta thank you much for giving us a day full of Spaceballs Animated in a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, he's going to record a few of them and then we're going to have a Spaceballs party at his house. But if you haven't heard, it's essentially an animated series uh, with the Spaceballs characters. And I guess what somebody has said online is that they're essentially going to reenact scenes um scenes from 
uh, different Star Wars movies or shows or whatever. So. And there's a couple other things. The only one that he's seen so far is one Star Wars one, and I can't remember what else he said. I have a short attention span. <laughs> but if you go to OpenYourToys.com, you can see uh, the official G4 trailer as far as a much more risque trailer uh, called, like, Jiggling Balls or something like that. You said balls. <laughs> so, um, OpenYourToys.com is the website. You can contact me at slick at OpenYourToys.com. Um, that's also where you can reach Mrs. McFavorite. We'll be getting her her own dr- address here soon. Um, we'll also be getting a voicemail number uh, very soon to where you can call and leave us a voicemail. In the meanwhile, break out those cool uh, computer headsets and record us a MP3. Get some audacity. It's free. And it's great. It's what we record this with. Hasn't done us wrong yet. We'll let you know when it does. All right. This is Slick McFavorite. This is Mrs. McFavorite. Oh, by the way, we forgot to announce at the beginning of the show, we are going to be drinking during these shows. Very much. (laughs) Very much so. So, uh, Mrs. McFavorite, what are you drinking this week? I will be having some energy drink sparks with 6.0% alcohol. Uh, Essentially, sparks taste like Smarties. So, if you like Smarties and you like booze... It's about the perfect combination for you. Um, I am drinking the German beer Beck's Oktoberfest. Um, it's good. It's a little strong for me. I thought it might be strong for Miss McFavorite. She usually just likes uh, pale ales, but you seem to like it, right? Yeah. It's pretty good. It's got a nice little creamy flavor to it. Yeah, it's a, she said creamy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's a it's closer probably to an amber, but uh, it's pretty good. I recommend it. It's only going to be out there for a short short term, I'm sure, since it's titled Oktoberfest. So go out and grab yourself a six pack, a twelve pack, a case, or whatever your tolerance takes. And they only sell sparks in four packs or by the can. I suggest the four pack. It's awesome. <laughs> All right. So that's it for Open Your Toys cast for this time. This has been episode 000. It is our pilot episode. We hope to have you all back real soon. This is Slick. Peace. This is Mrs. McFavorite. Later. <laughs>